0: Hello and welcome to day four of the Outline Your Book Challenge. So yesterday, you hopefully were able to choose a book idea that lights you up and get really clear on your dream reader. Today, we'll be unpacking some common fears and subconscious blocks that many of us have as writers and creatives and how to reframe and rewire our beliefs. Also, we're going to be talking about ways you can generate income from your book beyond just your regular book sales. So part one, I'm going to go over 10 common fears and how to reframe them. Number one, I'm not an expert at anything. Now, you don't need to be an expert to write a book. If you genuinely want to help someone and write from your heart or your soul, the rest will follow. If you need supporting research, then you can do that and just include them in your book later. Number two, I'm not a writer. Well, if you love to write, you're a writer. If you practice every day, you'll only get better and it's as simple as that. Number three, I hate writing yes believe it or not some of us writers hate writing (laughs) we actually might just like the outcome of writing or the finished product but not the process of writing and some of us are also better at speaking than writing and some people write their books by voice recording their thoughts and then having them transcribed later and then editing so that of course it makes more sense so that's an option as well number four i don't have anything to say well, you are saying things all the time to your friends, your family, colleagues, partners. Number five, I don't have any time. Well, we all have the same amount of time within a day or a week or a month or a year. And the question is really, what are you prioritizing? Number six, I'm worried about what people will think or say about me. And the truth is that people are way more forgiving towards authors than with, say, you know, your online typical influencer, because they recognize how much courage, work, and dedication it takes to have written a book. Also, any book worth reading will have polarized opinions, and this actually means you've said something meaningful. So don't worry about the haters, because everything has a polar Opposite. So if there are haters, there's also going to be lovers and that means you've said something good. Number seven, will my family be okay with this information? And this is obviously going to be a bit more of a personal choice and while you're still writing your first draft, you can use the real life names and situations so it doesn't make you have to overthink or edit as you're writing and then you can change the names and places later and you can also consult a literary lawyer if you really feel stuck but your best bet is to change names and places so that it's not identifiable if it is something that you are afraid of number nine who am I to write a book This is all about you wanting to protect your ego from itself, because you are someone who needs to write a book. In fact, imposter syndrome is a sign of stretching yourself outside of your comfort zone. Aim to seek this feeling and you know that you're growing. So that's basically a reframe. Don't look at imposter syndrome as something to be afraid of, but look at it as a way to motivate you because you want to grow and become a better version of you and lastly number 10 what if i fail this is your mind projecting into the future which keeps us stuck and then you don't end up taking action but it's a survival strategy and it's natural that we are going to seek what is possibly going to be go wrong so that we can protect ourselves but just remember to stay present open and receptive and bypass that left analytical mind so that you can stay connected to your purpose which is just bigger than you as your human self now part of the reason i had you get back into your body in the guided meditation in day one is that if your mind tends to loop on worries and overthink things it's important to get back into the body and feel the physical sensations again Many of us aren't taught how to process emotions as children, and this turns into that stuck energy which turns into looping thoughts and sometimes even illness and disease. But feelings are feelings because they quote-unquote feel like something, as in literally physical sensations. And if you are brave enough to face the discomfort that comes up, I promise you, when you release that and just dive in, your thoughts will get so quiet and the issue that was an issue or the trigger that was an issue will just disappear. But you have to be willing to throw yourself in and allow yourself to feel feelings. In today's challenge, I'll be learning one technique I like to use to rewire my subconscious mind and get rid of limiting beliefs. So it might be really helpful for you And your subconscious mind doesn't know the difference between reality and imagination. It takes whatever you think, believe, and feel to be true. And we can learn to practice that daily. And side note, have you ever tried gratitude journaling? It's something I started doing this year and it's completely changed my life. I used to think it was kind of dumb, I didn't really understand it, it seemed really cheesy. But I learned that if I just wrote each item, so I would write 5 to 10 things I was grateful for each day, but I would also feel into the gratitude. It wasn't just a disconnected activity. I started to notice that my mind naturally stopped looking for the negative things. Now I go about my day-to-day and I don't go to automatic fear mode or, or negativity or critical. It's, it's completely... It's wild. I highly recommend it if that's something you want to try. Okay, we're going to move into part two and talk about generating income from your book. If you're going the self-publishing route, it's likely you put an investment in upfront to pay for editing and design fees and so forth. And maybe you think you simply have to sell X amount of books in passive income at about $15 to $25 on average and then you'll make up the lost difference. But guess what? It doesn't stop there. There are so many ways to make your money back and so many other unexpected benefits a book can give you. For example, some of the more tangible results are things like speaking gigs or TEDx talks, attracting new clients if you are starting or growing a business, hosting your own retreats, media and other new opportunities, and creating a course which can generate you hundreds or thousands in sales. Some of the bonus results more on a personal level are credibility or authority and, and being seen as a leader, personal breakthroughs, releasing old wounds and self-judgment, more confidence that you can follow through and that you've created something that you're proud of, and Of course, the impact of helping others and changing lives. And it's so rewarding, I can't even tell you, to get a message on Instagram or a random email on how my book inspired someone or changed their lives. I've had people tell me that it has taken them out of a dark place when they were feeling suicidal. It's so rewarding and it's beyond just the monetary side of it. Now, making money from your book doesn't just need to come from your social media efforts. There are a million other ways to generate income. For example, myself, I don't spend a lot of time talking about my books online, as people have probably noticed, yet I still make sales. So I'm just gonna list a few different options um, just to get your creative juices flowing and to show you the possibilities are there. So you can have things like your author website, blog, a newsletter, a podcast, or an audiobook. So these draw your people in to get to know who you are. You can tag onto other people's audiences, which is a lot of what I did, such as being a guest on their podcast, doing interviews, doing guest posts and magazine or blog interviews. You could speak at colleges or universities or libraries, and they will market your talk to their newsletter followers. You can sell your book at bookstores, obviously, and if you're in Dream Book Academy, there are templates in there and how to do that. You can also get on to tra- traditional media like TV and radio. You can do fun things like giveaways or live events or workshops and get people to attend those you could even do paid ads and online promotions and again like i mentioned you can start a business or sell a course so there are just so many ways that a book can continue to generate income Okay, that sums up some of the income-generating things, and there are more details and templates inside Dream Book Academy if you're interested, but in today's challenge, you'll be choosing a fear or limiting belief that holds you back and going through a process that I do on myself. It's probably something I do on a weekly or bi-weekly basis to help me become more aligned and confident in who I want to become and you'll notice that it might feel unnatural or even scary to embody somebody you're not used to being but unblocking these fears and regulating your nervous system is part of that healing journey so there you have it that's the end of day four tomorrow is the final day and what you've probably been waiting for brainstorming and outlining your book. I will also talk about some of the most common book structures and so on and I can't wait to see you there.